Welcome to the Energy with Ellie podcast. I'm Ellie and I am on a mission to get more women and specifically mums feeling confident, energetic and strong. This is a place for all my coaching clients, be it one-to-one or in my group coaching and just anyone who wants to listen to me blabber on. So without further ado, because long introductions are super annoying, here's today's episode. Good afternoon. Hello, everyone. Um, If you are watching live or catching up later, hello. Um, Thank you for your patience in understanding that it is Wednesday and I did not do my usual um, Q&A on a Monday. Um, The day just ran away with me on Monday. I did my really long run and then, you know, before you know it, it's the school run and it just sort of slipped through my mind. And then Tuesday, Wednesday, our whole world has been turned upside down. So... I'm just filling it in now and I say this all the time when I miss these things that you know I'm trying to live by my own examples of when I say to you um you know if you don't do a workout or track for a day or you'd have a bad day that that doesn't mean you never ever put any effort in again it means you just try again at your next best chance um and not to just give up on yourself um you know because you have one indulgent day doesn't give you carte blanche to sack it all off put no effort in put your head in the sand blah 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 no I can't do this I'm not doing it um every moment that we get is an opportunity to just start again basically um anything that we've done or not done, we can't go back and change that. Literally cannot do that at all. And so, you know, you can be annoyed with yourself about or any of these things that I could be referring to, or you could just get on with it because the time's going to tick away anyway. You can piss it up the wall or you can just get back to it and remember why you started and the same for me I remember why I started is to help you guys and um to help motivate you and to help get you on the right path to where you want to be whatever that goal might be and so that is why I'm here two days late doing this live so here we go um I've got a couple of questions um one's probably going to take me quite a long time um and the other one Perhaps not so much. But I'm noticing some musings in the chat today about busy weeks and, um, you know, just crazy times that come up in our lives, sometimes randomly, sometimes we know they're going to come. And how can we stay on the right path when everything seems to be going against us. Um, Because sometimes you'll get up in the morning and before you know it, it's time to go to bed again because the day just runs away with you and it's crazy and it's so easy to 
put yourself at the bottom of the pile on days like that because sometimes it's just easier to have everybody else sorted and you go last, I get that. Um, but it's not okay for it to be like that all the time. And, you know, we have to take the time when we have it to prepare. So pockets of calmness, we have to utilise them. Like, I know that from being an overwhelmed parent that when there is an hour free, I would rather scroll on my phone than sit and do some work or prep my lunches or make dinner. I would way rather scroll. But what that does is when I ignore my own needs, my future needs, is that then I get super stressed and dinner's late and everything just goes tits up and yeah, not fun. Whereas I could have used that time to be maybe slightly dis- dis- discomfort, uncomfortable, but I have my own back. So if in that period of, if you have an hour and you're going to fill it with scrolling, think about what you could actually do in that time. Cause I'm, I'm saying scrolling because I think for most people it probably is, I don't know, whatever you do when you procrastinate. Um, if you can take, if you've got an hour, you could take 15 minutes just putting your lunch in the fridge ready for tomorrow. If you, especially if you know it's going to be a crazy day. You could do lunches for like three days and you can just grab it in the morning. So when it's super busy, you know that you've already got a nutritious, energizing, high protein lunch in the fridge ready to go because you had your own back. We have to have our own backs. Like, we are the queens of the houses who gets everything ready. Well, I'm talking about myself mainly because I am. I'm the one who's getting, we're getting lunches ready. I've got to sort of dinner. Like I have to have that there for myself because I am also important. I am as important to have my lunch ready as it is the kids and dinner. Like have your own back. Use the time whenever you have these pockets of, okay, I've got nothing to do. Like I say, I know it's probably going to be the last thing you want to do is you want to do more work, but it's going to save you time in the future. Because sometimes when you're stressed and overwhelmed and busy, your last thing you want to do is like whip up a salad and you're going to be really hungry, hunger level five. You're going to go to the cupboard and you're going to see some of your kids' snacks and you're going to eat them. And then that's going to open like this flood floodgate of feelings of eating and you're just going to keep going and then you're going to get to the evening and you'll be like why did I do that I'm annoyed with myself now and now I'm going to punish myself by eating too much dinner or just carrying on eating like a eating 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 shit because that's just what happens so you need to have your own back for when the times get busy and have convenient snacks in the cupboard that you can grab if you did not get time to look after yourself or you know or like a full fruit bowl you can grab fruit if you're really hungry just grab some fruit for yourself you don't need to grab your kids snacks you don't need to eat chocolate remember there's always a time between stimulus and response so you might be really bloody hungry but you can have a moment of time a moment of calm to just come into your body and think okay I'm really hungry, 
But what I don't need right now is picky lunch. I need to sit and I need to make myself something because that is going to get me to where I actually want to be. My, the me now might just want to go and get something really quick, convenient, beige. I need some energy. I need some sugar. But the me in the future won't thank me very much for that. I would way rather take the time to slow down and actually have something really delicious and that's going to fuel me and that will still make you feel energized and good. Um... And if you keep sabotaging yourself during these times, why? What, what was your why? Have, write that down. Um, most people who got an email from me would have had the goal setter. Take some time to write down why you even started and have it to hand so that when you are busy and overwhelmed, that you can look at that and remember because your feelings and desires and goals are important and you know, life is going to tick on by, your job is still going to be there, your kids are still going to love you, you need to take the time to look after yourself, whether that is your exercising, whether that is your food. Um, because if we can nail it when things are tough, then when they are easier again, it seems so simple. Um, and, you know... Like a lot of people would have given up exercise in the summer because it was more difficult then. Um, and you know, those people that have solidified it, solidified it, solidified that habit, now the kids are back to school, it's like, oh my God, this is amazing. Um, no shade on anyone who didn't do it, but if we can nail it when things are really, really difficult, when we begin to flow again and go into an easier phase of our life, that habit of like decent nutrition exercise is already there and like it will seem so easy and it will just flow and you will get to where you want to be more simply the more direct path because there are times and, and even for those people it's going to become difficult again at some point but if you've already worked it out and just got it done it will become easier when the troubles have passed um yeah, okay, so I have had a question about mm, carb loading. Um, so carb loading is the ingestion of much more carbohydrates um, to maximize your glycogen stores in your muscles so that during endurance exercise, which is typically thought of exercise for over 90 minutes, there is a benefit and an improvement in your performance. Uh, most studies um, are on men, surprisingly. Um, there is limited uh, research done on females, although there is some. Um, and it looks like for most people, yeah, really handy. And you can do it in different ways. You can combine it with like a six day long deload. You can do a two day deload, a one day deload, or is it two, but just a one day load. There's so many ways you can do it. The problem for women is that the amount of carbohydrates you need can often massively offset your energy needs. Um, because you need, I think it's around 10 grams per kilo of body weight. So that's gonna be like five to 600 grams of carbs. 
like one slice of bread is 21 grams. So it's quite a lot. Um, and with carbs, it can make you feel very full and give you quite a lot of stomach, um, like GI pain. And with something like running and you're feeling really heavy and full, not that fun. Um, I personally, and I might change my mind on this as I become more into endurance, but for me personally, I am just going to maintain eating a decent balance of carbs and definitely eating enough carbs that I'm well fueled. And I know in myself whether I feel fueled or not. So my recommendations are, I actually don't know. I'm not going to claim to be a endurance nutrition expert, um, but just to be mindful of the fact that you might become, you might be very uncomfortable um, and that I don't know that it's super necessary for most of the time unless you are out for a really, really long time. Uh, like actually doing the marathon, maybe, yes. Um, but I am not well read on that enough yet um, as I still am it too in my like early days of this. Um, but for example, I am doing hopefully a half marathon on Sunday and I don't think I will have that much more carbs the day before than I would normally. I will rest my legs and two days before I will do a light, uh, probably a light run, very light, um, and just make sure I'm very well fueled for it. I'm not going to go in um, feeling very particularly weak and like low blood sugar. I want to feel good, but I'm not going to eat 500 grams of carbohydrates the day before because I think I'll be really uncomfortable but for you it might work but I think the person who asked me you don't eat many carbs anyway so um but my mind may very well change on this and it's probably something that I should read up more on as I get more into it um so yeah the second question which might take me quite a long time to get into is uh I think I've sort of butchered how I've written this down but does walking slash running make you lose weight faster rather than just a workout and calories? So this is a really good question, actually. This all comes into the energy balance equation and energy's energy in versus energy out. So we've got to understand that first. Um, we all as humans have an amount of calories, which is a unit of energy like a light bulb uses energy, um, we all have an amount of energy that we use per day, even if we were in a coma. So because it's not just our movements that need energy, it's our body's functions. So your brain uses quite a lot. You've got your whole digestive system. I mean, literally everything like, and moving my fingers like this will be using energy um, in my day. So if I was in a coma in hospital right now, I would use X amount of calories and I would be given that in the form of, um, nutrition via a drip, uh, most likely. Um, so that is your, basically your basal metabolic rate. So everything to keep you alive. Um, and then from there we can add on bits, um, 
So when it comes to eating, that obviously uses energy too. And there is an increase in how much energy you use when you consume protein, which is one of the reasons why, well, a lot everybody is encouraged to have a high protein diet, but certainly those when it comes to fat loss. So as well as protein being very filling, we use more energy digesting it and breaking it down than we do the other two macronutrients. So we have that, which is what we call the thermic effect of food. Then we have um, exercise activity thermogenesis, which is how much um, energy is used when exercising. Then we have non exercise activity thermogenesis, which is everything else you do in the day, uh, like walking upstairs, picking your nose, walking to the toilet, um, parking, X, like moving, basically. Um, <clears throat> so when it comes to creating a calorie deficit, what we use, there's a few different calculations we can use. So we would get, we work out roughly, because it's always going to be roughly, what your BMR is, so that's your basal metabolic rate, your metabolism. Some people's are naturally higher. If you have a lot of lean mass, so if you have a lot of muscle, it's a teeny tiny bit higher than somebody who doesn't have much. If you're a fidgeter, it's going to be higher, but we obviously don't know that. Um, so we get this calculation and then we do a multiplication of how active you are in the day to get your total daily energy expenditure. Um, and that is going to be different for everybody too. So if you have somebody who works in a gym or is an endurance athlete or whatever, they might happily, and uh, their maintenance level number for a female could be as high as like 3,000 calories, which is super high, which is why when you see on Instagram, women being like, here's my 300 calorie day and I managed to stay this lean, it's because they use a fuck ton of energy in their day and that's why they can eat so much. Most people can't. But otherwise, when we have a surplus of energy, that is stored as adipose tissue, aka fat. That's how we get fat. We put way too much energy in our bodies and we don't use it, it's got nowhere to go, so it just fills our skin. And then to get rid of it, we have to go the opposite way. So we have to use less. The body can use those fat stores and then they are um, removed in the form of breathing them out. So we have our total daily energy expenditure and we can manipulate that by how much we move and our exercise, but the, the exercise, like the specific exercise, really doesn't use that much. And our watches are thought to be pretty wildly inaccurate when it comes to getting our calorie burn. But we don't exercise for burning calories. Like, well, we do actually, most people do, but the we want to stop that. The exercising, whether if we're going running, if we're going walking, we're doing any form of cardio, the whole idea is we change the narrative from using that to be slim because that actually just makes you hate the exercise and actually use the exercise for improving your heart health and improving your mental health, among others. And then in turn, 
they do usually aid towards a higher energy expenditure, which if you are in a deficit would create a larger deficit, which would make you lose weight quicker. And then if you lost a considerable amount of weight, that exercise is also gonna help reduce um, risks from diseases, um, help control blood pressure, all sorts of things. So walking and running, do they make you lose weight faster than just um, a weight training workout and food? Yes, because the deficit is bigger. Um, and that's the only reason why. So if you had two people, one person was eating in a deficit and was weight training, and then you had another person that was doing the same, but was also walking a hell of a lot more, or running, or cycling, they would probably lose weight faster because their deficit has been made bigger, so long as they ate less. The risks you run when you do much more cardio and much more activity is that you get really hungry, and which is why a lot of people, when they train for marathons, put weight on because you get insatiable hunger, um, especially for some like the day after a run. Um, and the same can be said for the likes of leg day. So you can get super, super duper hungry and then eat and you're like, oh no, it's fine because I burned 1,500 calories on my run and then you eat 3,000 calories for dinner plus everything else you've eaten that day. And so you're in a surplus. So the only reason people gain weight and gain body fat, I shouldn't say weight, body fat is because they've consumed too, um, too much food for their energy needs. If you are weight training alongside that, some of that will be, um, would be turned into muscle, would be made into muscle. But that is very small. For men, it's like one a pound average, and for women, it's just under a pound. Um, so it's very minimal. And if you're wanting to build muscle, and you're very lean, you only really need about a 10% increase on your maintenance level to actually grow muscle anymore. And you're going to start storing it as fat because it, we just can't build that much that quickly unless you're on juice and steroids. Um, so yeah, there's lots to bear in mind. Walking is fantastic though, because there's much less stress put on your body. Um, and you are less likely to get super hungry after lots of walking. So walk with this is why I encourage you to do 10,000 steps because it just makes you a little bit more active. If you were only doing 4,000 on one week and then over time got yourself up to 10,000, you are using quite a lot more energy now at that point than you were when you started when you were just sat at your desk all day. So moving around uses our energy it creates a bigger deficit and for those of you that say you know you do sit down a lot of the day your calories will be lower than somebody who walks their dogs three times a day somebody who does lots of walking you know twenty thousand steps a day their energy needs are slightly higher and so um but if they ate the same level as the other person they would lose weight a heck of a lot quicker because their energy needs are higher and they'd be in a much bigger deficit but when we do that, as I say, the risks are hunger and also the risks of going super low on your deficit are that it's not sustainable and you are feeling, you just feel weak and tired. So you want to create like a happy medium of being in a deficit where you can still function as a parent, you can still exercise with energy and feel good about it um, because 
if you go too low and you end up not putting as much effort in any of these, your, your deficit is smaller anyway because you're not using as much energy. I hope that makes sense. Um, so all in all, all exercise is helpful. So you've got your, the way to lose weight, the way to lose body fat is to be in, to use less than you burn. Um, and so you, to create the deficit, the better deficit, you could either eat less or you could keep it the same, but move more. I think moving more is great because eating less and less is not fun. Hunger sucks and we need to thrive and starving ourselves isn't thriving moving loads and using all that energy is thriving and just being a general badass and getting strong building muscle but also losing body fat at the same time like if you can do it sustainably do you know it might take you a really long time but that long time will be filled with feeling good and um chances are if you do something very very quickly the more likely it is to come back on because if it's quick it means it wasn't sustainable which means that when you get to a certain point you'll stop and you're just going to retract the whole way whereas if you do it slowly sustainably just one foot in front of the other tiny tiny changes every day just saying no to one thing here and there walking a little bit further these tiny pathetic little things that you think that that doesn't make a difference it does over time and it's just not quitting and just being completely consistent. And I know that with a click of the finger, you would love to have that dream body of yours. Who wouldn't? But the reality is it takes a heck of a lot of work, years of work, years of consistency. And consistency means being consistent with your diet and exercise, but also having a social life um, and knowing that you can have a pretty indulgent date. Hell, you can go on holiday to an all-inclusive, overeat every day, but know that when you get back, you're just going to get back to it. That bad period doesn't mean, well, I give up on myself now completely. Fuck it, it's gone. It's just keeping going. Back to it, back on the grind, just every day, take one step. It doesn't matter how long it takes you, so long as you go in the right direction. Um, it's not the, the speed that's important, it's the direction. And if you're going in the right way, if the weight is coming off, and even if it is slow, you're doing the right thing. And that's all that matters. And I know that sometimes it can be frustrating. Um, just try and move a little bit more if you can, if you don't want to reduce your food anymore. Um, just, yeah, get up, go for a walk, get a dog. That's what we did. Um, go, yeah, get out, go for a walk, park further away, walk up the stairs more than once, do some chores, like scrubbing the floor, like stuff like that, that uses energy, like, and you need the energy to want to go and do that kind of stuff. So you're going to be well fueled for it. So I hope that answers the question. Um, <laughs> let me know if it hasn't. Um, so that's the end of today's episode. I hope that I will be back as normal on Monday. Um, but um, in our house at the moment, things are changing and we're just going hour by hour. So um, I hope to be back then. If not, I will come back at some point. So there we go. Um, have a fantastic day. And I hope this has inspired you to go do something good with your day and eat a good meal, get a good workout in, go and get your dog's lead, go put your shoes on, go for a walk. Even if it's raining, put a coat on, get your umbrella, whatever, get out there, 
get at it, go do something. You are important. I love you all. Bye. Thank you for listening to today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, please feel free to share the episode on your Instagram stories and tag me at ellie.t.pt. And don't forget to follow the show wherever you get your podcast from.